welcome. Your keto coach, Esmeralda Cellini. Uh, hello, hope you are well. Today's podcast title is Keto Snacks Are a Big Lie. I see all kinds of comments about keto snacks amongst the keto community. Every time my heart skips a beat. Keto snacks is the biggest lie there is. It is going to take away all the progress and make it hard or even impossible for someone to experience the powerful and unbelievable benefit of the early keto stages that makes you want to make it a lifestyle. It is like putting sticks in a kid's bicycle wheel until he's convinced that it's not working for him. Same thing with snacks and keto. The whole purpose behind the low-carb, high-fat diet is to eat less often. It is the primary reason. Because when we eat less often, we get to heal our digestive and intestinal system, and most importantly, the hormonal system. The hormones are responsible for dictating if you are going to lose weight or gain weight, to burn or to stock fat. It is unnatural for us to eat as often as we do in the 21st century. Where do they think this obesity epidemic is coming from? From the same people saying that if we skip a meal, we will have low blood sugar, starve and faint and die. The more we eat, the more we buy food, the more money big corporations make. In addition to this belief, we are told that we need to snack and those snacks in question are addictive. Like any drugs, at first it's wonderful, but then we always need more and more. Also, just like becoming sober again seems extremely boring and even for most people it seems unbearable. That's why there are rehabs. In this case, rehab is the ketogenic lifestyle. A rehab from all the sugar and processed products we have been ingesting, consciously and unconsciously. It allows us to stop the addiction long enough to realize that it was killing us. Our weight gain, lack of energy, lack of self-confidence, moodiness, our depressed and anxious state, our confused mind were all contributing factors to what had been hurting our careers, our relationships, ourselves and the dreams that we had. Snacking, even if it says keto on the bag, on the packages, is strongly unrecommended. Every time we eat, either it's a carrot or a whole meal, our body has to open the whole factory, pumping all kinds of hormones, waking up everyone within us, creating inflammation and a rise of insulin and more. Insulin is almost like alcohol or the drugs that we were talking about earlier. Insulin felt within the body a few times a day is like a little shooter of alcohol here and there all day long. I used to eat myself five to ten times a day, little snacks, meals. The drunker you get, the more you want and need to follow by an increased amount of alcohol to achieve the same state. While doing keto, it is strongly recommended not to snack, to eat fewer meals in a day, and even sometimes skip a meal or even fast for a few days. 
first create a window of eating. So you select a time where it would be convenient for you to eat or a time simply that that's when you enjoy eating in the day. Let's say it's eight in the morning. You set up a 10 hour window. It is always better to start large as it creates trust within the body and mind that you will be okay as you cut back the window. If you start right away at one meal a day, as soon as you feel dizzy, you'll think, that's it, I'm dying. Nothing is better than real hard proofs to convince ourselves. I say, let's go for actual proofs. Actual, I know for a fact because I experienced it myself. A self-achieved experiment done at our chosen pace where we can, as slowly as we need, ease into the fact that when we don't eat every two hours, we are not going to die. Maybe your window is from 10 in the morning till 4 in the afternoon, making it a six-hour window, let's say down the road. And do that every day for two, three weeks if you need. Create uh, challenges by changing the time up. So it's still the same six-hour window, but it'll be from 8 a.m. till 2 p.m. or from noon till 6 and so on. Some people will remain on a 6 and 18 schedule forever. There's nothing wrong with that until you are trying to heal a disease, clean uh, the body's garbage and toxins, or lose weight. Then you're probably going to want to challenge yourself a little more, creating more benefits. Back to snacking. Snacking activates all of our hormones because they all need each other to successfully do the digestion process. As food leaves the stomach, six meters of intestine is awakened to get to work as well. If you hear me here, that process is very costly just for an egg or a carrot. While being on an eight or six hour window, do not snack. Establish either two to three meals within that window, always making it where you are most comfortable. I do coaching for a living and I can tell you that is why every one of my clients is so successful. The ketogenic lifestyle and fasting is not meant to be uncomfortable. If you are uncomfortable, just ask for help. Once you feel that three meals in, a, in that window is too much, get it down to two meals. The least you activate the entire factory and hormonal system, the more balanced you are, the more relaxed you are, the less inflammation within the body, the less garbage, the less garbage truck going around, capturing everything, the less pollution within the body. When the inflammation is low, the stress levels are usually low, lower anyway. The cortisol, having the stress being lower, the cortisol is lower. While you are relaxed and grounded, the hunger is not being felt. And I'm not even touching on sleep here. Snacking in between meals upsets the body because it asks for it to be even more productive. Always more and more. It's got no time to detoxify itself, to relax, to regenerate itself. And it becomes very depressed and not so effective. Therefore, food we eat is not well digested and processed within the body. And the messages, they all get mixed up. The hormones are so agitated that they're making us do things that we regret. 
jumping at someone's throat, driving too fast, getting a ticket, constantly being angry and attracting negativity in our lives because we think negative thoughts. We can't help it. The less you activate the digestive system, the more time it will take to digest. It's not your metabolism that has slowed down. It is just that now it is normal. It has time to really dig in what you ate and make the most of it. Also, it does not need to stock anything as nothing else is coming in until the next day. So it just leaves it there, just like a wallet. It doesn't go and put it in the bank. It keeps it in the wallet, easily accessible. You feel more energetic than ever. You feel strong, satisfied. You feel confident, powerful. It is a wonderful feeling. Of course, this intermittent fasting lifestyle is 80% more effective when the diet being consumed is actually low-carbon, high-fat, aka a ketogenic lifestyle. The body needs a lot of fat to repair your system and be well-greased to feed the hormones and all your veins and lubricate everything. Fat-free products are at the root of the obesity epidemic as they stimulate hunger and inflammation, which creates a vicious cycle. Eat a low-carb diet, high-fat, set up a window of a few hours in advance, challenge yourself when comfortable with it, and you will know when you are ready to fast for a longer period of time. Good luck, my friends. If you need any help, uh, you want to leave a comment or you want to get notification every time I make a new podcast, just click on the little alarm. And uh, on social media, it's at Keto Rich and Fabulous. And the website is ketorichandfabulous.com. It was an absolute pleasure to do this podcast for you today. And I hope to be hearing from you soon. Thank you very much. Have a great day.